Welcome to the Hidden Why podcast. This is episode 799. This is my solo rant and another motivational mashup, number seven. And we are live here, just trying to go live on Instagram too. Good morning. How are you going? Happy Monday to you. Instagram is kicking off and we are now live. G'day and welcome to this day's motivational rant. It is Monday. Hope you're having a kick-ass morning so far. Guys, today I just want a quick motivational rant about the messy middle. Now, when you're starting out a new venture, a new project, anything really, you get quite excited. You start with all this energy, this motivation, this enthusiasm, and then not too long into it, we fall down. We, we start sliding down our, our motivation, our courage, our confidence, our energy levels all start slipping away because things get a little bit tough. And this could be related to um, a new goal that you might be kicking off, New Year's resolutions, could be a new business venture at the moment. Uh, for me, it's going back into a career um, that I had a couple of years hiatus from. So just getting started again, we get to that point where things get a little bit tough or very tough. And it is a bit of like a jagged edge. It sort of goes up and down. We have our good days and we have our bad. And this is pretty normal for everyone as far as I know. But that's the messy middle and it can be quite tough in the messy middle. And what happens in the messy middle is that we could become so damaged by the downs that we slowly and surely give up. And that leads to failure. That leads to maybe a bit of shame, maybe a, a, a lower feeling of, of self-worth because we don't feel that we're significant enough in what we can do. Messy middle is challenging. And here's two things that we need to do in the messy middle to make sure that we keep going so we can sustain ourselves. And I think it's important to remain positive and keep healthy to allow yourself to sustain. But there's two things that they say that we need to do. Number one is accountability. So if you're not good at holding yourself accountable in the messy middle, what happens is you start to go cut corners, I'll leave that, I won't do that because you don't have that motivation and the energy. So to have an accountability buddy or someone that you know that can sort of keep you on track and hold you to what you should be doing, hold you to doing those tasks that are absolutely necessary so you don't let things slip, so you keep on going, because I can assure you, if you keep on doing those tasks, um, the results will come. It's just a matter of time. But what happens in the messy middle is because of those down days, we start going, oh, I just won't do it. I don't feel in the mood, blah, blah, blah. So having that accountability is really important. The next thing is encouragement. And this is one that I really am fond of. And, you know, listening to a few podcasts uh, in the morning or throughout the day, just that encouragement, that motivation to keep you going. Uh, maybe it's listening to some audio or reading some books about the particular project or goal or career that you might be entering into, just so you can keep your knowledge base there as well. So having that uh, encouragement constantly coming in will just keep you going. So when the down days are there, when your mood isn't quite right, you can have that pick me up, that motivation. And that can also hold you accountable. That can actually make yourself more accountable to what you should be doing as well. So there's two things in the messy middle that I think we can do to help us sustain through those tough periods so we can get to those results. Accountability and encouragement. Hope you enjoyed this rant, guys. We'll see you soon. This is on the podcast as well at thehiddenwire.com. So Check it out if you're uh, listening there, thehiddenwide.com, and subscribe to the uh, podcast as well. Cheers, guys. All right, we're live. G'day. This is my motivational rant for this Tuesday. Hope you're well, guys. Today, what I want to do is share a bit of a story. I am live here on Instagram and Facebook as well, so I hope you're tuning in. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, you can subscribe at thehiddenwide.com. So yesterday, I was sitting here uh, in my office doing a little bit of work. And I was actually at the time talking on the phone, I was talking to a potential buyer 
And uh, I noticed these people over the backyard here peering through the fence to the other property and I thought there was something going on. So I pressed hold on the phone and uh, excused myself and I yelled out. And it turns out they were looking through because they could smell some smoke coming from the next door neighbor's house and they could hear the fire alarm, which I was oblivious to. Anyway, after um, hanging up my, my phone call, I ran out the front yard to the neighbor's house and sure enough, I could smell the smoke. I could actually see the smoke bellowing out of the windows um, to the houses. So there was there was smoke coming out of the back window. There was smoke coming out from the upstairs window as well. Um, you could definitely see a level of smoke there. So I yelled out to the old mate next door who I saw through my window and told him that there's definitely smoke here. I'm going to call the fire brigade. Um, I also know the owner of the home. So before I did that, I called him on his mobile. Um, he didn't pick up. I left a quick message and then I dialed 000, got the fire brigade on the phone, called them out to the address and um, then tried the owner again. He got on the phone. He said, oh, what's going on? And I said, look, there's some smoke coming out from your house. I'm not sure what's going on, but there might be a fire there. I've called the fire brigade uh, and he said, I'll be there soon. Anyway, sure enough, the, um, the next door neighbor came around. We both um, went through the back gate. We couldn't get into the house. The house was locked. Um, it was early morning, but most people you know, were at work. Um, there was no one in the house as far as I could tell because I was yelling out. Um, and then, yeah, we looked out the back and we looked through the back window into the kitchen and we saw that the stove was left on. So they had a left on pot of boiling soup, as it turns out. Um, now, the old mate from next door here, he um, quick thinker, he went, he went around, turned the gas off, so that actually turned the flame off in there. But there was still a lot of smoke coming out anyway, but it seemed that that was the only... Uh, problem that there was so there was no fire so I actually jumped on the fire brigade and called them up and said look false alarm it looks like the stove was just left on it's been dealt with and the owner's on his way uh, so the fire brigade didn't end up coming but what really shocked me was the owner got home and he pulled into the driveway very fast and frantically as you would you know getting this call it's uh, very unexpected um, he didn't really acknowledge us that well he just said what smoke and he ran inside and came back out and said false alarm they left a, a pot of soup on but throughout this whole incident, there was just a lack of thanks. There was a lack of gratitude uh, for the neighbor and myself coming over there to bring this to his attention and the fire brigade's attention and really to take care of the situation, why he wasn't there. There was a lack of eye contact, lack of uh, friendly gestures. You know, a smile would have gone a long way, I can tell you now. And he actually even said something that um, stroke, struck me as quite, you know, unfair and unnecessary, you know, because we, we said we went around the back into the house and he said, oh, how'd you get in? And we said, no, no, we just went through the back fence. Um, and, you know, again, there was a lack of thanks and lack of gratitude for us being there and us bringing this to his attention. It could have been something a lot worse. So I suppose this motivational rant is really just about, you know, being thankful and being nice to others and really having that gratitude because what you get in life is what you give and what you give is what you get. So, you know, for someone, something like that to happen to me, if there was someone that brought that to my attention and I came home, I would be over the moon thanking them and, and I'd probably later on I'd even go out of my way to buy them a gift and say thanks again, you know, because it's it could have been such such a worse situation, which it wasn't, thankfully. But, you know, I just think that sometimes, and, you know, perhaps he was caught up in the moment at the time, you know, a bit stressed, maybe there was a little bit of shame um, because it had happened. Um, but whatever the case, you still need to show some thanks, even if it's not right at that moment, maybe later on with a follow-up phone call, hey, thanks for um, letting me know, thanks for calling me out. I really appreciate what you did. That sort of thing goes a long way and it doesn't have to be for a situation like that. It can be the small thank yous that go a long way in our life as well. So I think we need to sometimes just remember that kindness, thank yous, gratitude really pays off. So that's my motivational rant for today. I hope you enjoyed the story, guys, and you can connect with it again 
at thehiddenwide.com. We'll see you again tomorrow. You. All right, g'day. We are live here. How are you going? My name is Liam Undertee. This is The Hidden Why. Guys, today is my motivational rant, and today I want to talk about decision-making or decision and fear. Now, this came to me in a conversation I was listening to with Jocko Willink. He is a Navy SEAL for the U.S. Armed Forces, and he has written and talked about many topics on leadership, especially extreme leadership. And he was talking about the case of making decisions. He says, great leaders are good at making decisions. They're very decisive. And then he made a really good point. He goes, the reason why people struggle to make decisions is usually based on some sort of fear. And that could be an extreme level of fear or a mild level of fear. I believe it's fear and uncertainty is the reason why perhaps we struggle to make decisions. But the point is that if you are struggling to make a decision, and this is not about being a leader, but I think that leadership qualities, it's not just about leading teams of people, but it's also about leading ourselves in life. Great leadership can be applied to your own life. So if you want to be a great leader to your life, you need to be more decisive. You need to make better decisions. And what that means is you need to ask yourself, why? Why can't I make this decision? What is the reason stopping me from moving forward and making this decision? What is the uncertainty? What is the fear? What is the unknown? I think sometimes we need to look at the worst case scenarios and perhaps understand that the fear isn't as bad as it seems to be and then move beyond that and move forward with a decision. I think great leaders, and Jocko actually points this out, he says even when leaders are unsure, even when leaders have fear, they take confidence, they swallow their pride and they move forward with the decision, even if they're still having some sort of self-doubts themselves. That's what great leadership is, but I think decisions and fear is related. I think if we want to make better decisions, maybe we need to ask ourselves, what is the fear behind me not being able to make this decision? And maybe that'll help us move forward and make better decisions in our life. Hope you enjoyed this motivational rant, guys. Check it out at the Hidden Wide podcast, thehiddenwide.com. You can subscribe there as well. Thanks for tuning in. All right, welcome to today's motivational rant. It's more thanks. Say thank you more often. I talked the other day about a story and this particular individual um, just didn't say thank you for whatever reason it wasn't in his vocabulary at the time. And I was really starting to think about how important it is just to be thankful uh, for everything that we've gotten, being able to say thank you to people that have helped you out in some way. In this particular example, um, myself and another individual did help the situation in hand and there was just no thanks given. Um, today, however, I was uh, politely greeted by my neighbor as I drove into my driveway from my swim and I was um, told thanks. Like she was really grateful um, that we came to the rescue that day. She explained what happened and had a bit of a laugh and moved on. It was really quite a positive interaction. Both feel good for myself and her as well, I'm sure. So it's important to say thank you and I just want to continue this conversation today. There's a quote by Meister Eckhart, I believe he says, if the only prayer that you get to say in your entire life is thank you, that will be enough. And I think it's really true. Like if we can just be grateful and thankful for what we've got in life and thankful towards others that give to us and help us and assist us in life, even thankful to others just for being there, thankful for the company and the relationships we have, we're going to feel better in life. We're going to live longer, happier lives. There's been studies done about this and they've actually studied many examples of people who have shown a lack of gratitude, a lack of thankfulness um, towards others, towards life. And that affected their positivity. It actually created a life more of depression and stress than that of others who were very thankful that had a practice of gratitude daily and had a, a practice of thankful thankfulness daily. 
and that were able to go out there and thank people, those people were more happier. Those people lived more positive lives. And it wasn't that they denied the negative things in life or, you know, all the things that um, are bad about the world, but it's just that they embraced um, thankfulness as well. They embraced what they were grateful for in life as well. And that carried them a long way. That gave them a better life and made them feel better. And I think that's what life's about. It's how we feel. So if by saying thank you, a simple gesture of thank you to someone today um, or any other day um, helps you feel a little bit better, I think it's worth it. And I think that's um, something that we can really start to think about a little bit more day to day as well. It's just something that I'm thinking about now. Hope that helps. Uh, Let me know what you think about thanks. Maybe you've got a practice that you um, do every day to go out there and say thanks. Share it with us here on Facebook or Instagram. Or uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast at The Hidden Why, please um, let me know your thoughts there as well. Cheers, guys, for tuning in. Enjoy your day. Cheers. And we are going to go live talking about talking about fears and decisions. I talked about decisions and why we avoid making decisions, why we are indecisive. And what I was talking about the other day is because of the fear we have. When we make a decision, there's a certain element of uncertainty about the decision we make. I think what we really fear is about making a wrong decision. However, I think We shouldn't fear making a wrong decision. I think there's only two things we should really fear when it comes to making a decision. And the reason why we shouldn't fear making a wrong decision because we all freaking make wrong decisions. I continually make wrong decisions in my life, but I continually make good decisions too. I think the more decisions we make, the more ownership, responsibility we take for our ability to make decisions, the more good decisions we're going to make. And yes, we're going to make some incorrect or wrong decisions on the way. But the two things I think we should fear about making a wrong decision, I think number one fear is to fear the attachment of holding on to a wrong decision. So when we make a decision and we realize it's wrong, we don't want to affect our ego. We don't want to hurt our pride. So we hold on to it and we don't admit that we've made a wrong decision. We keep holding on to that. And I think that's a problem because the longer that we hold on to a decision we've made that is incorrect, the longer it takes for us to actually move forward and make new and different decisions as well. I also think it's a weakness of character. I think when we can't admit that we've made the wrong decision, I think that shows weakness in character. And I think that'll affect your leadership, not only in your own life, but the leadership to others around you as well. I think by holding on to a decision, I think the actual the, the shame and the regret that you might have by holding on to that uh, decision will get worse as you hold on to it as well. So it's better as soon as you know that you've made the wrong decision to accept that you've made the wrong decision so you can move forward and so you can make other decisions as well. The other reason why I think we fear making decisions or what we should fear about making the wrong decision, I should say, is this fear of shame that we get. So when we make a wrong decision, we might feel this level of shame. And if we feel that level of shame, that might limit our ability to make decisions going forward. We might be more fearful that we're going to make more wrong decisions and how is that going to affect our self-worth and our ego potentially as well. And I think that's really limiting. And I think that's what happens to a lot of us is we make some decisions and we get some wrong decisions and then we go, shit, I just keep making the wrong decisions. Um, What are people thinking of me? I'm going to avoid making decisions going forward. And I think that's a really thing that we should fear about making the wrong decisions. Yes, we're going to make some wrong decisions. 
And that's okay, you know, allow those decisions to be wrong. Admit that you've made the wrong decision, but keep going, keep moving forward. Don't let that affect your ability to continue to make decisions in your life because what's going to happen if you let go of making decisions and and let go of responsibility for your own life, you're going to rely on other people to make decisions for you. You're going to rely on the universe to make decisions for you. And I I don't think that's going to really take you in a direction that's going to make you happy, going to satisfy you in your life as well. So that's the only two things I think we should fear about making a wrong decision is the fear that we're going to hold on to it and, and swallow our pride and, and hold on to our ego and protect our ego and the fear that we're going to actually let that decision stop us from making decisions moving forward. I hope you enjoyed this motivational rant this Friday. Enjoy. Check it out at thehiddenwide.com. Subscribe. You. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, guys and girls. That is my solo rant for this week. Guys, I really hope you enjoyed it. I hope you've received some value. Guys, it is my goal, it's my wish that each of these episodes that I do, you are left feeling a little bit more inspired, perhaps even a little bit more educated. I want to really share with you my thoughts, my perspectives, the things that I'm learning, perhaps even some tools and practices that can help you transition from a life with unease, a life that is sufferable, a life that is maybe filled with hate or regret, to a life that is beautiful, a life that has a deeper sense of joy and happiness present at each moment, regardless of the pleasure or pain that you might be experiencing in that given moment. Guys, if you love The Hidden Why, if you love what I'm doing here, you can support the show in a number of different ways. Firstly, you can subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast and subscribe to my newsletter at thehiddenwhy.com. If you have the time and haven't already, you can leave us a review on iTunes. It's a one to five star review with a quick comment. You can also connect with me, guys. I love your feedback. I love your suggestions. I love your comments. So connect with me at thehiddenwhy.com. You can leave comments in any of the show notes that you listen to there. You can also reach me directly through my email address and then in any of the social media platforms available there. You can also support the show by using the Amazon links within each of the show notes. And that does help support the show. Guys, that's really it. Other than that, go out there. Breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose. And in doing so, you will discover your hidden why. You will discover a life with greater meaning, freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. Thank you.